Space, the thing we have to cross. These are the voyages of the USS Horizon, its ongoing mission to seek out new life, to swear it was on stun the whole time, and to boldly claim we can fix it. Welcome back to the Terrible Warriors. I'm your Game Master for this, our return to Star Trek Adventures. We continue with the living campaign uh, that is still being released by Modiphius. We're playing now the adventure that was released in September 2017. And so uh, we're, we're obviously playing some months removed. That's part intentional and part I'm lazy. Uh, we are uh, back with the crew of the Horizon. I'll introduce them around the table. Today's adventure, written by Aaron Polia, is titled The Tug of War. <laughs> but first we need to reconnect with our crew, both returning and, uh, and, uh, and never left. Uh, we have some catching up to do uh, here on the show, because some haven't been around for a while. First, we will start with those who never left us, starting at my right, your left. Joshua Barbeau playing First Officer Commander Connell Haddock. Yes, the uh, war hero criminal himself. Um, you took <laughs> a what? reputation hit after your events of the last campaign. I did. So My reputation there's, dropped. There's a, nine points for those EQ. There's some attention on you here. Uh, not It didn't drop by nine points. It dropped two dropped nine two points. two nine points uh, and uh, wherever it was. Yeah, so so there's some brass there going 29 like... 29 points? We're, 29. Not, <laughs> we're not sure if that promotion to commander is working out because within months of it, he has killed everything in sight. Uh, meanwhile... I saved... A lot of people. Wondering when his promotion is ever going to come. <laughs> we have. Uh, Brent Morris from the Show Hole Podcast playing uh, Instant Steve Armstrong. Yes, the uh, crack uh, ace fighter shuttle pilot now. Yeah. Um, uh, no commendation medals. No, no, nothing added into your into your record. Just a pat on the back going, great, get back to work. Yep. Need you to mop up this hallway. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah, yeah. You're the oh. Harry Kim of the crew. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, no. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Playing for nine years, though, nothing will happen. You heard great. his voice. He's back on the show. Our science officer returns. I am Velvet Duke of the Dandies. I am the Bajoran science officer, Lieutenant Bo Lassa. And while uh, you might not make it to every Star Trek Adventures, you never miss a Holodeck Follies. Holodeck Follies. Holodeck Follies is a monthly improvised Star Trek tale. We make up episodes on the spot at Comedy Bar here in Toronto. And it's uh, which Saturday of each month? It, uh, right currently. now it is the second Saturday. Currently the second Saturday of each month. So that means you can go next week because this is the beginning of March, I think. Uh, Time you not, travel. You will not be able to go next week because we will be at Comic-Con. Comic-Con! So they're on hiatus, but come back in April. April. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and then back from the show, you haven't been a part of the living campaign, no. but he lives! I do live! Uh, Steve Saylor, a.k.a. the Blind Gamer. Uh, I'm back playing Lieutenant Commander Adam Monroe. The Chief Engineer is back, baby! Yep. And you back guys your, better not have ruined my ship. Back from your mandatory medical leave Apparently. after, uh, after the so stressed you that, out. that totally works because I can't remember how I played this character. So if I come back with a few quirks, that's why. <laughs> okay. Oh, so so this is a, a, a Jordy back from vacation, secretly a Romulan spy storyline. Then. Uh, uh, <laughs> so you're gone. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I I no comment. Are you <laughs> cer- currently being controlled by a slug in your brain? Is you have a little a little maggot? There was that one weird night. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. And joining us from our Patreon rewards program, who will be uh, playing a character as yet announced. We have uh, Ken, also known as Ken Reels Online, 
pretty much everywhere. <laughs> yes, welcome to the show. Thank you for your support. And we we've I've rolled up your character in advance, and uh, we'll be. Uh, in fact, we can we can bring them in right now before we even start our episode proper. Steve, uh, as uh, arms uh, Monroe. Sorry, mm-hmm. I keep mixing up. Uh, Monroe it's, and Armstrong is right. back to the good Steve. old times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Steve and, and uh, Steve. I just wanted to feel what, what it's at? like to I be a Steve. <laughs> it was a lot of hard work and determination. That's that's how I do it, man. So we're going to start up our story uh, with uh, uh, Armstrong. Uh, you are not in the scene. I'm talking to Monroe. Uh, <laughs> keep mixing up your names. Uh, we have uh, Monroe. Um, uh-huh. You uh, the the the. Horizon is. We're gonna actually gonna pick up the story in a few weeks, uh, where the Horizon has been on mission. But we're we're doing a bit of a rewind here to 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 a moment uh, where like right before the cold open, and then after the cold open, it'll be like three weeks later. Uh, so the okay. Horizon is about to be sent off on a proper survey mission of the Expanse uh, to go out and explore um, uh, planetary systems because probes don't really get too much because of all the electromagnetic eddies and now that the shields and sensors are working and there have been paths that have been mapped through thanks to the work of Armstrong and other pilots like him uh, it's time to start actually exploring and surveying and making maps of, of this Expanse and so you're getting ready to head out on, on, on a proper survey mission um, Schofield, uh, our captain is uh, uh, currently um, on transit uh, to Starfleet Command, to Starfleet Intelligence for a briefing on the Orion situation from the last episode, so he won't be around for this time. Uh, everything else about his meeting is top secret. So uh, Commander Haddock is... Uh, you're, he's, I always he's assume been, it's Sector been, 31. He's been, put in, uh, he's been put in charge and, uh, and is, uh, is going to be in command of this particular mission. We haven't um, met yet. So you two uh, haven't met yet. So why don't uh, the two of you can can meet in a moment? But you have been given call that you're back from medical leave, and uh, your your engineering crew have been doing well. They're they're happy to have you back. But you're also getting a specialist that's being assigned to the horizon, who's going to help uh, with. Um, all the changes that have happened to, you know, an aging Galaxy-class ship want to make sure the power systems are going to be able to handle everything that's going on. So you have been given a, um, uh, a specialist in warp field dynamics and power systems. Uh, you remember him, actually, as you, as you see on the manifest, and you've been, you're getting a little nervous and riled up about it when you saw the, the, the transfer request had been come in, and you're the department head, so you, you uh-huh. kind of have to sign off on it. But Haddock signs off on it without realizing, oh, he's just a specialist, but he was also your really overbearing, friendly, little two-in-your-face, want-to-be-your-best-friend-professor from the Academy. Awesome. Um, he, I am. It, it's, uh, uh, yeah, uh, a specialist, Hen- Kendrith Pike. Uh, so the second member of the crew, who named after a fish, um, <laughs> is uh, has been assigned to the Horizon, and you're on your way to the transporter room. So wait, he was room. my professor? He was... Uh, uh, he, he's he's an old hat in, uh, in warp field dynamics and in power systems and efficiencies, and uh, he's never really served on any one ship for most of his career. He he's the kind of officer that is reassigned to do audits and 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 look after and just mm-hmm. you know be there to help lend a hand in hand. But um, you were never really oh able God, to get out of Merrick. his shadow. <laughs> you uh, while you're at the academy uh, because um, uh, he's really good at what he does. Uh. Uh-huh. And you recall him really letting you know 
how much you still had to learn. So, so here you are. I'll never you, you forgive him for giving me that fail in yeah. subspace mechanics. <laughs> you I haven't mean, seen him since bit. the academy. You're now the chief engineer of one of the lead ships into this into the Shackleton survey, and uh, uh, you're on your way to the transporter room, uh, chief engineer Cherney, or now transporter. So he's not Cherny. one I, I I tried to build to like impress. You're not. You're, there's no. I mean, that's up to you if he had an antagonism. But uh, he has a. There's a value uh, that we have written down that I'm going to reveal. Uh, Ken, if you don't mind, called taught Monroe everything he knows. <laughs> so that's the kind of relationship, and I can see on your face, you know exactly no, no, how your character feels about this. Yeah, no, I didn't. Scream. <laughs> so you Frank, get a call. I need a vacation for my vacation. So you get a call that the uh, the the, um, the the USS. Uh, um, oh, I have it written down here. Um, uh, a runabout class. The new I, runabout. As soon as I get my own ship. The USS Susquehanna uh, has he shown has up um, as a transport, and, uh, and uh, Lieutenant Commander Pike is ready to beam over uh, to the horizon. And so uh, you... Uh, Out of protocol, I mean, I head to the transporter room to be able to greet him. So Chief Cherney is there, and he sees you. It's good to have you back on board the ship. You're getting used to things, just like riding a bike, right, sir? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great. Sorry, I'm a little distracted at the moment. Can we just get this over with? Uh, yes, sir. Commander Pike's already uh, called ahead and uh, ready to uh, to beam over uh, as yeah. soon as you're ready. Yeah. Uh, might need a drink later. Just keep that on, you know. Just get, just get 10 forward ready. And kind of looks at you like, well, I guess uh, still still one foot back on vacation, sir. <laughs> uh, well, you'll, you'll, you'll understand why in a, in a second. Energize. Energizing. And uh, Ken uh, Kendrith, uh, Lieutenant Commander Pike, you beam on board. Mm. So Pike is describe how he looks. Yeah, man. he is a man of small stature. He is quite. He he's short. He's lived in space his whole life, so living in space kind of stunted his growth. Uh, so he's short, but he is built like a truck. And you'd think he was a Tellarite if he wasn't already a human. Sure. Okay. And, oh, you didn't describe so you show, it. You, we describe you have you, oh. you got like this big like what is it a doctor like beard and uh, and you're just like this short stature jovial personality and what's the first thing you do as soon as you beam off the uh, uh, the, uh, the 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 pad? Sir, welcome aboard to the USS Horizon. See Monroe. Welcome. Finishes that sentence. Looks at Monroe, comes up, gives him the biggest, most crushing hug he could possibly imagine. Oh, sir, it's great to see you again. Yes, hi, hi, how, how are you? Hello, sir. Doing fine, lad. Doing fine. Uh, would you like me to escort you to your uh, quarters, sir? I'd be swelling. <laughs> okay, and so I, I and he marches him. out the door. The door closes. The I music look, I look, swells. I look back at the at the at the, at the <laughs> transporter chief and be like, I just mimic the the drinking motion. Be like, you know, you don't eighteen hundred hours. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Okay, our chief engineer is an alcoholic. Uh, the music swells up. We go to the opening credits. Um, we return uh, to, uh, uh, it's been several weeks now uh, during this time. Um, 
uh, Lieutenant Commander Pike has been making himself comfortable in, in the engineering rooms, uh, uh, going over the power systems, making adjustments and efficiencies. Um, I as, let him work on needed. one side of the engineering, and I work on the other side. Well, I mean, he's been given uh, clearance by Starfleet Command to full access to the engineering department. Oh, I know, I know. I just, yeah, I just, yeah. I, I, I purposely keep my distance yeah. and look busy. Uh, we, uh, he, 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 he's known as well. Speaking of going for drinks, of being in the mess hall and telling great stories of the chief engineer of his time in, as a cadet. All like uh, all, all, all the all the stories from school. All the like I remember him when he was just seventeen, fresh into the academy. Didn't even know the difference between an ODN conduit and an EPS relay. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, that's an inside joke. <laughs> Of uh, another Romulan ale, please. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Federation ship. It's only sent the hell on this ship. We don't have a Guinan. Oh, wow. damn it. We need another, we need a Guinan to give me Romulan ale. <laughs> Commander Haddock might have some, uh, Although, something in his speaking uh, of Romulan ale, um, there's, fast there's, there's, a, there's a bit of tension on the ship as uh, the, uh, the survey now leading into the Sigma... Libre sector of the Shackleton Expanse does bring us into. Remember, I've described the Shackleton Expanse is on uh, the far end of the Beta Quadrant in a section of space that kind of shares borders with Federation Klingon and Romulan territory. This part of Sigma Libre is on the Romulan edge of the Shackleton Expanse. It's still yeah. neutral territory, sure. but it's at a part where it's closer to Romulans than it is to uh, the other two territories. So there's a there's a bit of tension going on. I'm sure Haddock's been running drills and keeping people, you know, uh, on, on shift. Um, Have we met finally at this point? So, uh, no. Uh, let's. Why don't we introduce uh, uh, our characters to each other because uh, we haven't seen them meet on screen. I mean, you're all part of the crew. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, uh, so there's there's a there's a slight bit of tension here with where we are geographically okay, uh, on, sure. on the map, yeah. um, and uh, you you want to meet the the commander. Well, I think that's probably would have been the first thing I would have done. So you're obviously in the mess hall laughing at one of Pike's jokes. Yes. Yes. So that's when you meet your commander. Oh, great! <laughs> oh, awesome! Fantastic! Uh, I just I. Grab. I, I try to be able to get like the strongest synth, uh, synth hall I can grab from ten forward uh, from the bar. I grab two of them. It's green. It's green. <laughs> awesome. Uh, and I, uh, I I bring one over to uh, to Haddock and I say, uh, Commander, it would do me an honor to be able to have a drink with you. It's a pleasure to meet you, sir. Oh, uh, pleasure to meet you too, uh, Monroe. What uh, what you got there? It's green. Oh, well, I'm, I'm always, <laughs> take a sip. I always love a good green drink. <laughs> yes, sir. So how are you uh, getting acclimated to, uh, to the crew of the Horizon, sir? I'm finding them uh, well-suited Good to uh, being a crew of a ship. Fantastic. And how are you finding the ship as a, as a whole? And I kind of like, uh, I just kind of... Gesture to to it is because I mean it's baby. not the Enterprise, but <laughs> never everything is the Enterprise. <laughs> no, but of it's course. close I mean, enough. Command, uh, Commander LaForge uh, runs uh, runs a tight ship over there. Uh, of course, no one can be able to compare to him. Well, but... he ran a tight ship. Like, he ran it. it right into That's the ground. It's not his fault. It's not his fault. <laughs> You're right. It was the first officer's fault. <laughs> 
Anyway, you you, <laughs> you you have a you have you have a scheduled appointment at the holodeck with uh, your Warp's calisthenics programs. Yes, so you got to go out and like get covered in blood again. Yes, so. of course. <laughs> uh, we'll get caught up more later, and uh, if you ever want something a little stronger than this, I've got stuff in my personal quarters. Ooh, fantastic! Uh, off the record, of course. Of course, of course, of course. <laughs> uh, some bottles of Canar. <laughs> Rami um, Ale. Lieutenant Bo was at the uh, at the bar, also getting a couple of drinks with the intention of meeting the commander. But as he turns around, he realizes that uh, the commander's left. Mm. And <laughs> 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 I'll take that. <laughs> Great drinks. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. We've met though, right? We were no. on the. Uh, you on? Oh yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. You were, yeah, you were yeah. on the uh, on on the on the. Look, I've been planet. mourning. I don't remember. I don't remember anyone. If you don't have strong enough pie, I, uh, you've been erased. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 that one. Yeah. Uh, good to see you again. You as well. Yeah, you spent. I had, a, I had a decent vacation. I, I was. Oh shoot! Sorry. I was. How was my morning? <laughs> it was better than my evening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. It's. Uh, I'm still. I'm still trying to be able to get uh, acclimate back into regular acting. So being nice with people, right? Yes. Oh my God. Pike ended up. Pike ends uh, interrupts and uh, interrupts this conversation. And starts going on another yearn about uh, Monroe about how one time he screwed up during a. Uh, Speech presentation. You should have seen him during his dissertation. <laughs> that wasn't my fault. It was uh, the computer didn't load PowerPoint properly. I swear. Space PowerPoint. Why are you talking about PowerPoint? PowerPoint? Yeah, Who yeah. uses PowerPoint anymore? It was, hey, a, it was I, a historical dissertation good, yes. on, on ancient uh, user interfaces I, of the 21st century. You know what? It was, it was a great presentation about Clippy, all right? <laughs> so... <laughs> Somehow, somehow Clippy survived World War III. So, (laughs) nothing else. Uh, None of the other pop music. I see it's an apocalypse. Would you like to (laughs) So, some time passes, some weeks, unless we got other, I mean, moving along. The, um, uh, you you arrive in a system of, uh, 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 called a HIP73513, because this is uncharted space, nothing has a fancy name. And, uh, Sounds pretty good. Not yet. It catches the attention of your long-range scanners because uh, it does possess in its system two M-class planets that are unusually uh, in a binary orbit of each other. So uh, two binary planets are are quite unusual. Uh, Usually, uh, like the case of Earth's moon, um, they're caused by collisions or, you know, planets tend to clear out their own orbit. So uh, it it catches uh, the attention of of, of the science department. Uh, Request is put in in the horizon moves in to do a survey. And so uh, it's at this, I've got a, we have a, a log uh, for you to read um, uh, there from, uh, oh. for, the, for, the, for the commanding officer. Captain's log, Stardate 48581.4. First officer Haddock reporting. Uh, Captain, Captain Schofield is, is off uh, reporting to Starfleet on the Orion situation. And in the meantime, we've been sent to HIP-73513, after detecting a pair of Trojan Class M planets. With the ship between both worlds at a gravitationally stable point, survey teams have been deployed to both planet surfaces and shuttles have been launched to investigate some orbital artifacts around each world, including debris near the Lagrange points of the worlds. What has become clear is that both worlds have recently, in astronomical terms, suffered extreme asteroid bombardments, 
and both are still in the midst of global impact winters and a mass extinction event. What will we find down there? Well, I'm sure we, we won't find is more blood and guts <laughs> and pulmonary systems. You're going off script. <laughs> this is what but this is what Starfleet <laughs> was made for. So, End uh, log. So this is really so wait, where is our it, campaign is, begins. Is uh, this inhabited? It, 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 this is where our campaign is, is really starting. Everything else is just kind of catch up for the purpose sure, of the characters of course, returning. Yeah. Uh, our episode begins with the horizon in a stable orbit between these two tro- uh, Trojan worlds, binary planets. Um, and uh, in, in an orbit between the two of them is able to remain in a way so that you know, the shearing forces, the tidal forces aren't going to be a, uh, about to ask that, a, a yeah. stress to the ship. And from there, um, uh, the science department and the anthropological and archaeologists are all chomping at the bit <laughs> because not only were these two Class M worlds, but these were two Class M worlds that seemed to have appearances of civilized life on, on them. However... Uh, uh, cursory surface scans of the planet show that both worlds have been bombarded by um, massive asteroid impacts and uh, are currently in the stage of a nuclear winter and mass extinction event that within only uh, a few years, any life remaining on the planet will be all but gone and most life already is. There seems to be no sign of of surface life on the world. Most of the life detected is what remains in the oceans, but the uh, ecosystems have been destroyed. It's a really fascinating chance to see a planet at this very small, in astronomical terms, a very small window of time where, you know, most, you never, you either come across a world long dead or, or planets that haven't developed life yet. This is an interesting bit of scientific survey. Especially so, since it's happening to two planets that two are planets in a binary in orbit yeah, at strange, the same time. Strange mystery uh, that surrounds these these two worlds that have yet to be named. So, um, and as the discoverers, I guess, you know, uh, you can um, you can fight amongst yourselves on who gets to name the world. Certainly <laughs> ahead of the survey team is, has already uh, got a got a, his his idea on what to name these planets. Um, and, uh, and and ships are deployed and and beam down to the surface of both worlds to just begin you know getting soil samples and you know scanning for life and and if anyone wants to join those teams they can absolutely lead those away missions. There's also debris um, uh, around the planet. So the planet appears to have also been um, sublight capable. They at least uh, it appears there was a space program. There are space stations uh, more advanced than our international space station. Put yourselves at the early stages of Earth 22nd century, uh, before warp. Uh, and uh, uh, so there, 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 there was a space program, and there are space stations. None of them have life on board, uh, and there, there's things to explore there as well. Um, are these uh, space stations, does it look like there's evidence of a space program on both worlds or just the one world? Uh, the technology appears to have been shared. Uh, there doesn't seem to be one or the other uh, at, at a cursory glance. But if those are questions you'd like to look into, then we, we can uh, we can start rolling for those. As bridge officers, you can go on the away missions yourself, or you can direct the teams that you have sent, and you can and that you can roll for them, and they can report back the information they have found. Um, so there was signs. As of, you succeed of... at these roles, remember. 
because of the mystery of this planet, this is going to be a lesson to remind Steve on the thing. When you succeed at the difficulty, for every additional success you get, you'll generate momentum. Uh-huh. And in fact, some of that role play, I'm going to throw some momentum into the screen, into the scene because we had some good moments there. Um, you can spend momentum to gain information off. So you roll, and if it's successful, I'll give you an answer. But if you want to get more and you want to dig deeper and learn some more information, I have that. You can spend momentum in what's called a spend momentum for information. Uh, okay. and, uh, and, and that is something that we can absolutely use. Uh, it's also used, um, you can use momentum to purchase additional die to overcome challenge tasks as well as um, if there's no momentum on the table, you can instead give the GM threat. Threat and momentum are on the same integer scale. Okay. Right? So threat is just my currency and momentum is your currency. Sure. But if you're out of yours, you can buy from the bank and take a loan and I'll get threat instead. So you can also purchase dice by giving the GM threat okay. uh, to use. And threat is used by me to uh, uh, complicate matters, to add injury, bring right. in reinforcements, any of those kinds of stuff. Right. I have started with 10 threat because there are five players at this game. So I get two threat for every player active in the session. You don't start with any momentum, but we did have some fun on uh, uh, when uh, uh, Ken beamed aboard. We did have some fun there uh, in the mess hall when you met the commander. And, of course, Lassabo with, uh, with your drink. So, so I'm throwing in uh, three momentum to kind cool. of grease the wheels and get things started. Um, All right. So... Um, but you're in charge, uh, Haddock. Yeah. It does, it's not up to me. I can, I can answer it's... your questions here and, and lead the way, but this is an opportunity for the five of you to role-play out this mystery. How would you Here's... like to survey these twin worlds? Here's what I'd like to do. Um, um, I would like to send uh, uh, Lieutenant Bo here, with uh, assuming you're, you're interested in doing some research. I'd like to send Lieutenant Bo here along with our Ensign Armstrong and... And anyone else you think you need, any, you know, supplemental NPCs you think you need to take down to one of the planets to to start analyzing the uh, environment there. Uh, uh, Captain. Yes. Commander. Oh. <laughs> Which would you prefer? You're well, I'm acting captain, captain, so... You are acting, that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> captain. Uh, I would prefer to go to the space station. So I believe that there's oh. more information that I can gather there. About the uh, people, about for sure. The, uh, perhaps about the asteroid strikes, the direction, mm. etc. cetera. Uh, learn a little bit of whatever language they have. I think that the space station will be the pinnacle of their intelligence. Well, I uh, plan to do both. I wanted to send... Uh, our engineer friend to the to the space station. But if you would like to go and, on the space remember, station, we can send up to six. Send you both because, there. Because the scale of the horizon is six, you can send up to six teams, uh, like we did with the repair crews so, in the convoy. So you can have player characters at those teams, but you're also the science department head last oh, yes. So you can also yeah. assign different. You have you have archaeologists and anthropologists and 19th century oh, specialists. Because this oh, is yeah, a galaxy yeah, class yeah, ship, yeah. so it's yeah. got everything so, but the kitchen sink. Yeah. So we're gonna send teams to the both planets. Surfaces. Oh, those departments have already put in there. Like, I, sure. I, like, oh, they're like, already there. They're, they're okay. en route because they they put in those requests the minute you came in, gotcha. and we didn't go to red alert. They just started putting yeah. in requests right away. For so service. we've already got people sent to the surface of both planets. While they're studying the planets, I want to send uh, mm-hmm. our uh, lieutenant uh, science officer Bo uh, along with uh, 
you know, the others, <laughs> to take an away team, the four of you, yes. to well, that uh, space station over there. Uh, Chief Engineer uh, Monroe, what are you interested here with this? I'm interested in, uh, A, see if I can be able to uh, get power back to the, the the space station to see what uh, what information is in the databanks uh, mm-hmm. of the civilization that lived there, mm-hmm. how far along technologically, they, uh, they were. Yeah, uh, uh, were yes. they close to discovering warp? Were they not? Okay. Um, I, obviously, they had some I sort of... I think we're on the well, same page. Uh, uh, yeah. right. Thinking that we're here at like, the briefing room, right? Yeah. We're all kind of sharing ideas. Yeah. Uh, I'd like Armstrong here to, uh, to, to pipe in as well. What well, I, I'd like to see sort of uh, how, how they design their technology, what sort of... Yeah, you know, everyone seems a, to be focused on the technology. Well, I have, a, I have a real interest in, you know, in, in, in manufacturing and experimental... I want to know what happened to these planets. Design. They caused the extinction event. Mm-hmm. That's my interest. What, are, what were you thinking here, Kendrith? Uh, basically the exact same thing. Uh, and if Monroe's looking to um, get everything, get the power going, that would be something that he would be incredibly interested in. Mm-hmm. Well, as the acting captain here, uh, Lieutenant uh, Commander Monroe, I think you should lead the away team to the space station and, you know, take whoever you want, but... Uh, I but, will say, the, the, uh, the space stations, these these places, this is old. This has happened a while ago. Some of these are uh, hundreds of years. The stations have fallen into disrepair. They're, they're inoperable. They're also degraded. Not all their orbits are stable. None of them have pressure. None of these ships had, like, life support and artificial gravity or any of those kinds of things. So it would mean EVA suits uh, yes. to, to beam in. Okay. Um, I would mm-hmm. also say, certainly before any... One leaves the ships. You can also just do a a, a system like a star yeah. system scan. Yes, you go to your sensors. You've got the horizons, uh, uh, onboard systems as well to to scan around ahead of time. Those you will have to roll for those, and I can mm-hmm. tell you, uh, you can do things so, like reason and science. The and other insight. thing that I would want to scan for are are the life signs. Yes, if there are any life. There's still people. That- then perhaps if. If it's too crowded on the space station sure. or whatever, sure. then I would be willing to so lead. If there that. are if there are still life signs on the planet, I would like you to go and meet them. Yeah. Then I and that's, I would like to. That's meet why them. I wanted to send you to no, the planet. No, I mean the the the, the yeah. Li- yeah. I, I, uh, sure. So we've got the en- engineer uh, uh, Monroe. Um, but get your importantly, team together. yeah. This is this is this is one directive I want to give here. It's very important to me. Um, Monroe, yes, I want you to lead an away team to the space station and take whoever you want, but make sure that our new uh, uh, specialist is on that team because I think his insight could really be helpful to you. In uh... Do I need to roll for an eye roll? <laughs> 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 uh, I mean, y- y- the, 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 I mean, the, the commander is certainly able to assign, but it is your team, it is your department, um, uh, uh, mm-hmm. your mission. Uh, like in this case, you would be um, uh, mission lead for, for for this away team, but the commander would like um, you to take Pike I, along with you. I think that uh, as Pike is is more uh, adept at warp space mechanics. Well, and specifically power systems. And specifically power yes. systems? Yes. Oh. Yes. This yes. is why I think he okay. would be an invaluable right. asset to He's, your team. To go in through his service record, which 
Haddock has obviously become a big fan of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Pike is uh, uh, born in space, grew up on trading ships, and uh, he he's uh, he's a jury rigger. He knows ships through and through. He 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 helped design some of like uh, the work that went into the Intrepid and the Akira class ships that are out there, as well as uh, having a real good understanding of just basic ship design so going in through other cultures and the way I, I mean, just no matter where you go end up going it. space <laughs> travel really only works so many different variations of ways so uh, he is there's he's a veteran and, okay. and he's, he's he's been around for a very long time the fact that he's a lieutenant commander just knows. means because he's never really settled down into one <laughs> assignment yeah. but he's a professor at Starfleet Engineering uh, the Corps of Engineers uh, he is a valuable asset on the crew and and, and, I, and I relay that even he if you is, don't yes, like him yes uh, I agree with you uh, just because he's always hugging you I agree with you sir <laughs> he is a valuable asset uh, so yes I would like to bring him on to the away mission uh, along with uh, Lieutenant uh, Bo because I feel like the, the, the three of us and Ensign uh, okay, so Armstrong if, if you'd like to be able to join us as well to well, kind of gain a, so, a much bigger perspective. So while Monroe's getting the crew together you wanted to do a, a scan. I absolutely think before we get out there we should find out <laughs> what's well, out there. Yeah. Uh, so let's do some uh, rudimentary some scans, rudimentary from, scans uh, from, from here. Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll assist. So you, you. reason or insight uh, yeah. plus a science roll, and uh, you can take an assist from the Horizon sensor systems. Wonderful. Uh, which um, so what is your yeah, uh, reason? Like what I'm going to say reason. You want to sure. do reason? What's your yeah. reason in science? What's it combined to? Fifteen. So fifteen. So you're going to take two d20s. And you're going to be rolling under 15. Each one under 15 counts as a success. Uh, science so before we actually roll, is... let's build our dice pool as well. Yeah. Do you have? Um, Xenolinguistics, uh, that would work if you're on the planet and you're yeah. looking at, at things. Right. Um, or if I was on the and, space uh, station. But astrometrics might come in handy if you're also trying to understand uh, the origin of these asteroid strikes. Absolutely. Can I, uh, can yeah. I assist him in this? You, in this you, you can assist him, certainly as a commander. As we build the pool, let's, let's see if anyone else has something they'd like to bring in. Uh, well, the ship, I mean, the, has uh, attendance so sensors and then... three in science. Yeah, so, the, so 10 and three. So that's 13. So you are going to get a ship die to roll. Yep. This one's going to be 13 will be a success on that. Yep. Um, and uh, is... is I, I would, like, would to like to assist. assist. Specifically, I also have a talent that I think uh, comes into play here. Um, Microphone. Sorry. <laughs> I would like to assist, and specifically, I have a talent that I think yeah. uh, comes into play here. I am an empath, and I know that this is long-range empathy going on yeah. here, but... Several times uh, uh, we've seen, you know, Counselor you, Troy detect yeah, things you using don't, her you, empathy. I, I can, without even a roll, <clears throat> there is no life bigger than small fish left on the planet. Wow. The, okay. the, 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 just your routine sensor scan when you came into the system, these are dead worlds undergoing mass extinction. Gotcha. Whatever complicated, complex life forms used to be on this world are gone. wiped out. And they're not on the gone. space stations the only, or they're gone. The only they're thing gone. left are some... Few hardy plant systems, they're small. They, they make a small I, blip on the sensor scans, but the, 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 these worlds are still undergoing mass extinction in the process, and in only a century, these worlds will be barren. Uh, and, and they're undergoing... So there's their, no they, life forms they, yeah, they're currently as we... Uh, going through a nuclear winter right now. So, so there is no indication that there is any intelligent life left here. But there was some time ago. Anyway, give us a, anyway. give us that roll here. All right. Uh, the ship did not help. 
Uh, I got one success. You got one success. Uh, it was a difficulty of one, so you do get that, uh, but you won't be getting anything in, in, in a... T- in, oh, I should have told you the difficulty before we rolled. Make sure I tell you that so you can build a proper dice pool. Um, and uh, you do, however, uh, you were rolling for... Your focus. What is your science? Uh, uh, five? Was five. it a six that you rolled, or was it under? It was a two, yeah. It was a two. So yeah. so you actually got a critical uh, success, um, okay. because it, it when you roll with focuses, it increases your critical range from just a one to being underneath the discipline number. Right. So you, uh, it, you do gain that, and that counts uh, there as, uh, um, one crit. as more than one success in, in, in this case. So uh, I'll, I'll add uh, another momentum in there. So the... Uh, uh, the two planets being struck by extinction-level impact events at the same time are astronomically improbable to have been coincidental. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is uh, it, it, it's extremely uh, peculiar. Uh, the heavy bombardment has left large amounts of heavy metal and iridium-laced dust blowing through the atmosphere. Scan the sensor readings from orbit will be difficult at best. Hmm. Um, they and, might have went underground. And so if you'd like to spend information, if you'd like more information, you can uh, obtain I would like more with momentum. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, right. So I'm going to spend one moment. I'm going to spend one momentum. So using your astronomic, uh, ast- astrometrics, uh, astrometrics yeah. understanding, you're able to look at the way the two intersecting orbits of these worlds uh, work, um, and, and you're able to find that they've been cleared uh, over time the, the, the dual nature of these rotating planets have cleared all the surrounding asteroids from their orbit uh, and, uh, and other debris that would have threatened them are very unlikely. There's Unlike Earth, which passes through even comet trails on a regular basis, the orbital path of these two worlds is clear in this system. There are no naturally occurring asteroid belts or comets that would have accounted for the level of damage that, that, that happened to these worlds. So it was we, artificial. Do we have... They were impacted uh, by uh, uh, what appears to be asteroid impacts. How good is our astrometrics metrics lab? Galaxy class, man. It's as good as you want it to be. I mean, so, you got a science uh, it, of three. It, uh, not only is it as good as we want it to be, I specifically designed that it. Design, okay, yeah. good, because I have a theory. But from here, you've learned all you can yes. from orbit. Yes. Like, the, the sensors are only going to work as much as they can with the iridium clouds uh, uh, blocking. I have a theory. More because be based on the, the asteroid impacts, I'm wondering if the computer can be able to extrapolate uh, just a, a good estimation of sort of like, kind of like the path yeah. of the asteroids that led to the uh, to the impact based on right. kind of like this uh, sensor readings of how long ago the impact mm-hmm. uh, the the impact crater was what the material that was and yeah. then a kind of and, and it's, like, yeah basically that'd be, kind of that'd be an extended work path. task to do the ballistics on, on this um, to do like the CSI recreation yeah. on the holodeck yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Like, you, you do have an astrometrics lab that's why I thought like, the astrometrics like, lab could help with that yeah. um, uh, and certainly <clears throat> it would just it would it will take uh, it'll take some time to do and in the meantime uh, the survey teams uh uh, uh, can well, I think we I can put, we can put that, some of our NPCs to work in the astrometrics lab, recreating that, while our important people go on away missions to learn firsthand. Or at sure. least into the uh, mm. at, closer to the atmosphere, gather some materials yeah. from yeah. there sure. as well. Great. Do I need to roll anything to get that started, or no? Um, you have, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to make a work track here. Yes. Um, so it's going to take. Um, 
a few roles throughout time uh, okay. as, as we as we go through. Okay. Um, but it's uh, uh, you can give me. Um, is this engineering or science? Well, I was gonna I was gonna suggest basically get some of my people uh, and some of those people to basically kind of work together uh, in the astrometrics lab. Yeah, I can lend you some people. Yeah, so cool. I'm just gonna allow that right now to just be off screen, and we'll see how okay. th- how that goes. And if we need to throw in roles to see the the results of that, um, sure. we'll let some time pass. But I'd like to to move on and bring the other players into this now, mm-hmm. um, uh, with, to to set up this away team. So is it where where are we interested in uh, in visiting? Well, I'm gonna stay on the ship. Uh, that way I can coordinate all the different OA teams that are going to different planets mm-hmm. and to the space sure. stations. Yeah, you've got you multiple teams. To stab anything. You got yes, me. I'm trying to avoid stabbing <laughs> things this episode. Yeah, okay? well, I mean, yeah, and the captain's place the is captain, on the bridge. The captain uh, left me a very special directive when he put me in charge. <laughs> Don't stab you anything. Got, you got multiple <laughs> department heads that are all going to be sending yeah. in uh, in reports, and you can certainly use your command and presence from to here. get reports from them, and I'll roll assist rolls from those NPCs um, to give you answers. So I, I'm going going to let uh, uh, Lieutenant Commander Monroe lead the away team to the space station. Uh, Lieutenant okay. uh, Lieutenant Bo, if you're more interested in the space station, by all means you can go there, but I really want to know what caused these massive extinction events, and Captain. I think that could be learned more from the surface okay. than the space I station. I think your intuition is correct. I will beam down to the surface. Then and you I will can, relay you any can lead that away team. Yeah. I will right. relay any information to you Take whoever if I you find need. anything We will be relaying ship, information. Let's move to that database. scene. Let's, let, let's, let's beam down to this location now. Uh, so the... Uh, uh, the, the camera does are, is it on the planet surface that we're going to so the camera's panning over like windswept cliff faces and wrecked out skeleton remains of buildings um, the, the, the which planet there, there, there are two planets uh, uh, one smaller that seem to have a larger population and city centers built around the coastlines and a larger planet that had what appears to be a lesser population uh, but all centered around uh, uh, major um, uh, uh, city constructions. Large cities with a small population and many cities with a large population. So the big, the large world had a small population. The small world had a large population. To kind of remember the, the, the differences between that. Which large worlds world. are you interested okay. in visiting? Uh, keeping the, in mind that you're the, the survey teams are officer. going to both directions. You're situated between them. Mm-hmm. Right. Big world or small world? Uh, Can I'm, we tell which one has like the most like apocalyptic small, impact? They, they're, they're both apocalyptic impact. They're both destroyed. But one's um, not more than the other. They're, they're, they're both on a scale of one to fucked up. They're all messed. Okay. Like there right. is like the the the, 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 the the destruction to both worlds is equally as devastating and catastrophic. Right. Are we um, all beaming down and together so or are we all beaming down? You're going to the space station. Yes, He's going okay. to the planet. So the the small world it had many coastal cities um, and seems to be just in terms of the road patterns and buildings um at least that world, if not more technologically advanced, was further along on on on, on where they were uh, uh, in their development. Uh, and uh, the large world, um, uh, the the scans that you were able to get just seemed to show a smaller population clustered in bigger centers. And that's that's all, that's all the information you get from orbit. 
Uh, I'm Which going would... to go with the uh, small world. Mm-hmm. I think that I, there are going to be more clues for me down so there. So the camera's panning across windswept coastlines <laughs> with, with dust and gray clouds and remains of skeletal out, like like not sky, like sky rises that are like 20 stories hall, tall and uh, uh, just gutted out. And um, uh, there's a... a uh, you know, ruined out tree that have been uh, like petrified from from the nuclear winter. It's it's blowing like a, a, a like a, an iridium snow. It's not really water. It's like like calcify. That's it's all. Oh, it's just it's 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 still safe to spend time, but you, know, you wouldn't want to live here. And uh, and then and then the, the transporter beams beam down, and, and you and 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 your team. Uh, uh, beam down onto the surface and the tricorders come out and they start going around. Yeah, and you should be yeah I've, I've told them to take samples so, okay. of yeah. everything. Yeah, they're, they're getting like yeah. vials, they're filling yeah. in with the soil. Uh, they're, if, you yeah, know, they want to check out the, uh, the, the, the buildings over there and yes. see if there's uh, any records of who the civilization was. And, um, uh, and, and, they, and they all yeah. start kind of fanning out and you know they're they're excited. Like this is this is what they came out here for. Not like fucking fighting Klingons and and all this other stuff. Like it's 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 supposed science to be, at its best. To be like yes. exploration. Yeah, this is yeah. this is this is or a real science. mystery, and they want to want to freak it out. Uh, yeah, I am on board with that. I'm just like I I can barely speak. I am mm-hmm. as excited as they are, but hey, yeah, I first am contact the is, is I, uh, a thing you always dream of in your, uh, it, in your career, it, and it won't be my first time. So, uh, so I, why don't uh, you roll for me here uh, an insight and science? I mean, the difference between insight is people, reason is Fact. like the logic yeah. and math and things like that. And rolling two dice. Oh, yeah. Go well, ahead and roll two. Well, roll. I've succeeded with I have succeeded with one at mm-hmm. least. I have uh, critically succeeded with oh, both. Excellent. Nice. So, oh. so you um uh, in my element, as it were. Get some yeah. more momentum thrown in there. Cool. Um, you're the, the these worlds definitely did have sentient species living on them. And as you're getting reports from your counterparts on the large world, um, what is immediately apparent as your two teams begin comparing tricorder readings, uh, these were two separate sentient beings. Uh, They weren't the same race on these two worlds. They were different and seemed to be quite different uh, biologically as well. Uh, the, the buildings or the use, the, the, some of the tools they're finding, uh, these, these were incre- they, they, they evolved on completely different life trees. So not a Romulan Vulcan type um, scenario. The smaller world clearly had a larger population and there's a lot more surviving structures in small groups uh, like the, the, the outskirts of the city you're in. Whereas the large world, um, there's not much that leaves any anything behind other than large uh, industrial structures that have remained, but any remnants of cities um, may have been too small to have survived the destruction. And you can also continue to spend momentum if you like. Whenever I answer a question, whenever I stop, I'm like, tell me more. Do you mind? Yeah, I would course. love to know more. <laughs> I, I very much want to know more. Oh... Uh... So uh, the first question I have is about the precipitation. Uh, yeah. The precipitation. I, I I want to know if that is naturally occurring as part of this system, or if that's a result of the impact. Mm. Okay. So 
Um, it, 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 that's a, a different line of thought. My answers were coming more from the civilization okay, that the sure. anthropologists are pulling. You can absolutely roll again with reason to go into life forms and ecology. Uh, I have I have different threads for that. Well, and, and that was kind of where I'm coming from yeah. with it. Is that uh, if they are on different life trees, is it as a result of the is it environment? Okay. Is that part of it? All right. Um, so so as you as you go off to go look uh, for um, like there's a cave and there's it seems to be some mushrooms that have survived the uh, uh, this nuclear winter but they're you know uh, the the they're they're gene like the scans are showing everything's degrading and dying and nothing seems to be multiplying anymore uh, we uh, we go to space and we're going to be on with the engineering team uh, in their EVA suits as mm-hmm. uh, uh, so which so which planet is the space station orbiting uh, the big the, one or small the, one? The, the space stations and the debris are, uh, they're derelict and adrift, and they seem to be in, uh, in, in a similar orbit. orbit to where the horizon okay. is, where they're just drifting geostationary between these two worlds, uh, and just from the thousand years that have passed, it's hard to tell exactly which planet they may have originated on. Sure. Okay. Um, uh, interestingly, it seems that the technology is identical, but the species were different. So they were all using the same technology. They were sharing stuff. A third. So you uh, you beam down onto the space station as a, a I mean, space station. This isn't like, these are, mm. there's no gravity. Uh, there's no pressurization. These are like mirror. <laughs> They're mm. just tubes with uh, uh, everything is, is broken and rotted. Um, uh, they, they ran on on like lithium batteries that are oh. a thousand years old <sighs> and uh, there's there's this is um, uh, it's a husk commander pike would yes. you happen to know essentially would <laughs> our would our tricorders be enough to be able to power this station i mean is that how much of a like how much le- like uh, how less of a power drain it was can we determine that uh, the two of you can roll an engineering task yeah, to, to get to work on. I it. think that I think we're gonna start rolling here. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll assist you in, in that one. I won't. Uh... Uh, so I'm. What am I rolling, Justin? Um, let's do engineering and. Uh, reason for now. We need to find out if this is even possible. All right. So mine would uh, be a fifteen. So who's gonna be the one actually doing the work, and who's giving the assist? Uh, I'd be doing the work, and I'm I'd assuming assist, yeah. okay. Steve's assisting. All right. All right. So yeah, mine so would be a fifteen. You start. You start going through the tricorder and trying to scan whatever technology's on here. Your mag boots. Uh, go, 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 moving. Just around. rolled a uh, one critical success and one failure. Okay, so uh, there, there's no power lines connecting anything. You're not going to get power to this vessel. There's nothing to power. What you are able to find on your tricorders are um, a few magnetic disk memory hard drives that may not be completely destroyed from the exposure to space and radiation. You might be able to glean some information if you bring it back to the ship and and run it through like crypto uh, whatever uh, programs uh, and try and reconstruct them bit by bit. Um, But, I mean, these ships are... uh, there's they're, no they're way to derelicts. be able to power this they're, back up. They're, they're debris at this point. Okay. Um, there's nothing to power. Uh, they're, they're, even if you've got a battery running, it's not connected to anything. The, the, the battery lines are, are broken. The computers aren't running. They, they're all magnetically right. run. They've all been wiped out. Um, 
but you you are able to find uh, uh, like the universal translator on your scanners are able to read uh, what's going on. You're able to actually glean at least that uh, this um, uh, the the name you get a name um, uh, from because you did get one critical success, and uh, I want to make sure I get the correct one here because we are dealing with two. Steve of them. also. Didn't even. Oh, roll you didn't roll assist. your roll, roll your assist. Oh, roll sorry. Assist well. We might have another success here. So I just roll one. We just roll one when you're rolling to assist. I apologize. I thought. Yeah, okay. Uh, that is uh, four, so a success. Yeah. So great. I'm just gonna throw another momentum here, and you can add. Uh, you can you can go for momentum spend here. You are able to come across uh, the the strike order is able to pick up on some iconography and some information, but it's it's tough. It's labels, so it's it's not much that you can pan up on, and and uh, at least a manual that's still floating in the air uh, that you can bring down. It's just been there for however long, um, and uh, the tricorder reads up that uh, the uh, the the race that ran this station referred to themselves as the Reloo Shall. Or uh, walking on, um, I've got the translation here because it's a universal translator, so of course they'd figure it out. How do you um, spell that? Walking waters is what they refer to themselves as. Uh, R L apostrophe L O W O. Reloo shall S H A L. Bet they are. Okay, Have you waters. reported this uh, back to the? Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I've, uh, yeah. And uh, and and the carbon dating on these manuals seem to date back to, I mean, almost a hundred thousand years ago. These things. Hundred thousand. Um, the uh, uh, oh no, uh, yes, yeah, yeah. We're dealing we're dealing with a, a, a so ancient it... like at the time of the Takan Empire kind of old, uh, so wow um, okay it, it, you you you, you mm. there's a reason why these things are so like degraded and and rotten so you've got a name at least of uh, the, uh, the 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 Rolo Shall um, uh, if they didn't run the station they at least built it how big is the station like I said like International Space Station so like essentially it could, it could fit, fit into our cargo bay. it could fit about twenty people yeah you can beam it into your cargo bay. <laughs> Let's t- instead of taking logs, let's take the whole damn thing. <laughs> Why not? I mean, into like, our cargo. I mean, originally my thought was actually I was yeah, going to get the, the rest of my team. Well, I mean, to... the international space station is two football fields, so you're not going to get that into your cargo bay. The cargo bay wasn't that big, and you've got stuff shuttle in your bay? cargo bay. You can bring it into the shuttle bay, but it'll mean removing the shuttles, shuttles and putting them into storage. Um, How worth many? It? <laughs> How important is it to bring this? Base station. Well, my original thought was essentially ship. I was going to get my team to be able to scan it with tricorders. So essentially, you are scanning we, with tricorders. Well, no, like uh, 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 like a more thorough an imaging an imaging scan, massive. so that if I wanted to be able to recreate this in the holodeck, I could. Okay. Um, but if we could be able to trans, we could transport the it. The rest of your team is very politely trying to suggest that that's going to lead nowhere. Uh, and uh, <laughs> where are you, Armstrong? I, I'm, I'm trying to. I was just. We do have to move the game around, yeah. and one, we don't have time for that, and two, it won't lead anywhere. There is nothing on this station. Everything's broken. Okay. It's a wreck. It's derelict. It's debris. Bring You've back what you can find, and we'll study right? it here. You're, no, right. you're, I'll, you're I'll, not I'll, here uh, for an extended stay. You're just here to do surveys of the mm-hmm. system, try okay. and learn what you do, and if necessary, a proper scientific team could be sent here for an extended yep. duration to learn more about the planet. Okay, now, I'll, I'll, take I have back, a, I'll take back the hard drives. Uh, I have a question. Yeah, bring back the hard drives to the ship. Um, uh, I'm sorry, but I'm interrupting. You were about to ask Lieutenant Armstrong, Armstrong where he is, but I have a question. You have a question. You can spend momentum if you want to get more from what they were learning Yeah. as well. So, uh, so 
you said that the space station was approximately 100,000 years old. Yes. Right? And now we're looking at this extinction event, and that's a very narrow window. Oh, the, yeah. the, the extinction event has been going on for millennia. Oh, it's, okay. it's, it, it, this is this. You, you've come in at a point. There's still life on the planet, but it's dying out. You've come in the narrow window at cosmologically time where we're dealing with millions and billions of years. Uh, uh, a few hundred thousand years is, is still there's a blip. Nothing, yeah. um, and gotcha. so the, this species, at least from the carbon dating, at least this station was built um, before there was any civilization or life on Earth. Uh, well, not life on Earth, but before before civilization had had risen up, it was it was a hundred thousand years ago BC or before Common Era, so uh, so we're talking yeah hundred thousand two hundred. And it's Carry fair on. to say that it was observing the planets. The planets didn't build it. It's hard to tell what the oh no no this came from the worlds. It came from the civilization. So it's on the same planet. technology. Okay. It's their technology. Okay. It matches yeah. what you're seeing on on the planet okay. side. They, but in regards to like the ex- the extinction event, essentially this was built way 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 before sure. then. The, I mean, Basically, these, we these planets walked in died. at the tail end these, of these the extinction These planets died 100,000 years yeah. ago. Whatever, yeah. whatever, whatever befell this planet is, is ancient. Okay. Um, truly ancient. And there's a reason why these things seem so old and broken down is they are old and they are broken down. Um, <clears throat> sorry, I didn't mean to throw you off with that. That's just uh, uh, the, 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 the age of it. Um, That's fair. Is, uh, um, Armstrong, which away team did you want to go with? Oh, I, I, I'm uh, with uh, Bo's crew. Cool. Yeah, explaining, uh, uh, explaining the, the planet. Explaining the planet. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna hail Bo's crew and say and ask him if he's learned anything about what caused the extinction event. Armstrong, you want to take this one? <laughs> uh, my tricorder tells me uh, indeterminate. Oh. <laughs> well, you, you want to roll and find out what your tricorder tells you? Sure. Yeah. Uh, so that'll what be... are you what are you checking specifically here? The cause of the extinction event. Obviously, it was massive orbital b- bombardment, but I want to know more. Yeah, about so you need you that. need to get more into finding uh, historical records. Maybe working on that hard drive that was brought oh. over. Um, you're getting more data from your survey teams and uh, and the ballistics information from uh, astrometrics is coming in. So maybe Armstrong is heading up the uh, the 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 lab on the horizon as all the information is coming together, and you're the guy trying to piece these puzzle pieces together. Okay. Right? All right. So why so don't we... So I'm not on an away team. I'm still you're, on the ship? You're, you're on... Let's put you on the ship. So if we got okay. someone on yeah, the yeah. So like all these department heads, they're all finding like we've got plants that are dying. Life on this world isn't going to be around for much longer. We've got a name. We've got two different species. We've got asteroid impacts trying to find out the directions they came mm-hmm. in. The orbit seems to be clear. Uh, where did these asteroids come from? And, um, and, and you're... Finding, you're looking for the corner piece right, to right. put this puzzle together, right? Okay. And so that sounds definitely like reason is yep. going to be used because it's logic. That's going to be reason and I'm going to guess science? Well, uh, command can also work as well because oh, you're, yeah, working in, have a bad you're working science. in a position where you're, yeah. you're, you're delegating right, right. and coordinating okay. all these answers. And you've got a team of people around you. Yeah, you may be okay, answering, so but gonna... you're in charge of the lower decks of the You're still higher group. than them. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Okay, so use reason and command and uh, team and, dynamics. Uh, here, here's, and, here's... and in a non-combat situation, this is actually a wonderful time to kind of hone your command abilities. Here's, yeah. here's an interesting thing here. You can actually, for a command role, you can actually use my command instead of your own. What's your command? My command is a five. Oh, so, uh, if you're present with him, that's yeah. Uh, I, 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 I've been asking what's yeah. caused this yeah. for for. Um, you can also use the ship's computers. Know. Okay, uh, uh, where's the the ship? So you can you use my command stat instead of yours. All right, stat. so that's me. That's you helping 
out, I guess? Is that, how get, that w- He's using a talent to oh, okay. use his command staff. So I got one dice roll. for that. I'm going to use uh, team so dynamics as my focus. You start with two because okay. you're the primary player. Right. So and then I get another one for team dynamics as my focus. Cool. So that's that's three die. And then uh, what's the ship And you're die? getting an assist roll from the ship. Uh, so that would be computers and what? Have a look. Um, uh, computers and... I'm a mag science, so so that'll be thirteen. Uh, is for the, the the ship roll. Okay. Luckily, I have a different die here. All right. So I'm trying to get under fifteen. And one of them under thirteen. Uh, that's a success. Yeah. So we got three successes, one of which is critical. Yep. And one failure. Which was the failure? So, uh, that was one of my rules. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, how many successes did you have over um, the difficulty? Was another difficulty one? So how many successes? Well, we did you got have? a critical success, so that counts yeah. as two, yeah. Yeah. So we got four successes. Usually, well, what can what the critical success can also use is it can generate an advantage that can used to be used to lower difficulties of future rolls for other people. It can maybe the advantage here is you find the corner piece. Okay. And so now all future rolls dealing with the um, language and civilizations, uh, you're gonna you're gonna learn something here. And how many total successes did you have? Four. You had four. So I'm gonna throw. Uh, to momentum into that pool. Nice. Um, the world with a larger population, small world, is where the Rolol Shao are from. Okay. And they had technology much more widespread among their population. It seems to be like in all the small cities that are being surveyed by the teams, they've all got the same level of 22nd century technology, right? The example of like access to computers and education, uh, architecture. Uh, whereas the large world had the same technology, but it was centralized in very centered industry points. Uh, the technology wasn't necessarily used by every member of that species. You also get a name of that species. They called themselves the us. The us? And... Sketches that they're finding and some of the remains that they found uh, uh, that were frozen in the impacts and stuff like uh, you get like those shadow impacts from from, from those big fireballs. Um, Their species, uh, whereas the Rolol Shal were humanoid, and uh, seem to be descended like uh, if, if, if we are uh, evolution of, of like the same genus as apes, they were more canine, but humanoid still. The uh, us were much different. Uh, they were, um, they, they had five arms. They were very circular um, all around. So they were, they were incredibly, and, and it seemed to be around what, the, what you're finding in as you're looking. The, there, there was a very, a lot of variations of how they looked and sizes and, and colors and things. Um, the primary, it's a very alien. The primary asteroid impact areas seem to be where the juncture of large continental scale transportation lines would converge. Your corner piece suggests that these were deliberate asteroid strikes used as weapons of mass destruction. Huh. Huh, these, okay. As you're looking at the ballistics information, the impacts are not random. They're targeted. They wiped each other out. There is a lot of momentum you can use for more information. Yeah, yeah we, uh, can we check in on the uh, Did on they the wipe each other out? There is not enough information to determine that. But the Rolol Shao, there's a lot of literature 
and information of uplifting the us. And it appears that the Rolol oh. shall shared their technology with the us. And the us seemingly used that technology to escalate into a war between those worlds. This is a story of why the Prime Directive is an important thing. That's what this uh, mission okay. is about. Um, that's your corner piece. That's, that's, you know, you've been looking for where these asteroids came from. War. War never changes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to know more about the us. Okay. Um, trying to figure out how to ask this. Who started the war from the logs? Can yeah. you determine that? Uh, it, it appears that the us were the aggressors. So, But it was mutual annihilation. Uh, okay. Uh, I I can't I can't. Uh... Is it clear that it actually was asteroids or was it? I was about to ask that. They used yeah. they they they, they mm. captured asteroids using technology okay. that oh. the Rolochal had built, right. and then used them to sling them or push them into the other worlds. Sure. And rather uh, than building missiles, they used asteroids as missiles. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah. Do as wow. Clendathu does. Um, <laughs> you can um, you can continue to spend momentum, or I uh, uh, if we've we've got teams still on the planet, um, and uh, you're working on the hard drive, Steve. We can uh, look into. You want to find out what was the question about um, what caused the event, or the, the, was the asteroids caused the event the, the, as weapons? Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think we we're trying to figure now out we what why. what led them to start throwing rocks at each other. <laughs> yeah. It's, what it, was it the seems like, point? Uh, yeah. Haddock, yeah. Haddock's going down the right path here. The Rolol shall try to uplift the us when their space program brought them to their world. But in doing and so, the they weapon, probably the technology trampled all over their the culture. the technology culture. that the Rolol shall built was used to clear the orbit to protect their worlds. Right. And the US turned that same technology to weaponize it and turned it into a conflict between the worlds. The US brought together their technology into centralized industrial platforms that they then used to attack the Rolol Shall as invaders. Can I tell question. from the logs that this conflict has been going on for a long time or is it all of a sudden like Rolol Shall is like, oh shit, there was uh, there was there was a there was a time of um, exploration and you know getting to know each other. I mean the, the records are are, are shredded, um, but uh, so the when when conflict happened, it happened swiftly. But it, it, it took time for them to get the technology up to the levels where they were on par with the Rolol shell. So essentially, it's like the Rolol shell had like no warning. All of a sudden, bam, asteroid. And then in Nuketown, and what? then they began to mm. use the asteroids on the planet of Five Turns, where the US are from, the large world. And yeah, back it's and like, forth. wait, then, you throw a rock at us, we're gonna throw more at you. And then they annihilated each other. Mm. And at this point, the ecological teams are reporting in that um, these planets are going to be sterile. The 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 climatological damage is it's beyond extreme. Um, there's only really life being found in, in whatever the ice-free portions of the ocean. Um, but there's little living. And uh, the uh, 
Yeah. Um, How far deep do our scans mm-hmm. go? Maybe life could go on for a few thousand more years as it currently is, but it's not sustainable. These worlds will die and no, they'll be sterile. His, his no, question no. was how deep do our scans go? Is it possible they're that there's down. something they're either under the, under the surface or under the water that is hiding and our scares, scans yeah, can't... Because they said well, they I were mean, the your, your orbital waters. scans yeah. don't penetrate much beyond atmosphere. Um, all you're able to really get mm. is your survey teams on the surface of the route. Um, it... Uh, I mean, how deep do the scans go? I mean, as far as the tricorders can can run, um, dig a hole and throw a tricorder in it. And, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is um, there any indication that people have escaped this system? No, they didn't have the technology. It was sublight. Is there any they only had enough space technology to get from to planet to planet. Planets. They yeah. basically got as far as going to the moon. Their moon just happened to be a world with a life form right. on it. Is there any indication that they may have? survived somehow by going underground or underwater. Oh, certainly there's indications that there were survivors from the war, um, but those were hundreds of thousands of years mm-hmm. ago, and since the, the ecological damage to the planets wiped out whoever survived, um, there there is records that, that appear that you can see of, of uh, uh, smaller encampments and tribal clusters uh, that, that yeah. tried to keep themselves alive in, in, in caves that they're exploring, but um, they uh, didn't last long. Once the war had happened, the damage was done. And uh, at that point, there was no way to repair the damage. There was no way to get off those worlds and leave. And uh, they, uh, uh, everyone, the few that remained, unlike what happened on Earth, um, did die out in the, uh, in the nuclear winter. Your, your scans are sensitive enough that they would be able to pick up complex life forms on the planet. And there's nothing. Understood. And how much... Uh, I want to... No, sorry. I would say, like, how much, like... I mean, we've been down there for a while. Mm-hmm. How much, like, is there... Are, like, are we in danger of, like, radiation? Or, like, no. is... Like, I mean, nuclear we... winter isn't radiation. It's just clouds and cold and freezing. Uh, it well, just, so, it, like, is there any planetary there's, effects? There's no, there's no sunlight on the planet. Long term. No, you can't... Okay. This pla- right. These planets... So we're not might, in any, we're not in any it, danger. It could be possible else. to terraform these worlds and bring them back to life uh, sure. over, okay. you know, a 100-year plan. But, um, uh, like, yeah, there's no radiation because they didn't use nuclear weapons. This well, is no, uh, yeah, it was yeah. just more of like I was concerned like uh, uh, like our team's gonna yeah. like. This wasn't uh, fallout. This was dirt kicked up into the sky by these massive gotcha. impacts. Okay. Have we found any minerals or, or um, isotopes that uh, we don't already have in our catalogs? Um, question. I mean, that's why he's a scientist. You've got officer. a lot. Of, you've got you, you're finding uh, uh, some some interesting uses that they came up with alloys and. Um, the the technology that they were using. I mean, it's it's nothing that you don't already have in the Federation. But there are there are definitely historians that will be very interested in coming and 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 really you know maybe even setting up a forwarding base on this play uh, on this planet to 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 learn more about what they have. Um, so, two things I still want to do while we're here. Um, I want to find the uh, technology that was turned into a weapon that moved these asteroids. In the slingshot of these asteroids into the planets, I want to try to isolate that technology or any information about that technology if it still exists. Because my fe- somebody yeah. else could come along and then take well, that, my right? fear is that if that technology was that advanced at that point to be able to just throw asteroids around, that's they wouldn't if, have if to any be... of any twenty fourth century technology. I mean, could be able to turn that into a planet. Some thrower. of these weren't. Yeah, well, that's that's like this is close to Romulan space. I don't want to leave that technology for them to yeah. find. Yeah. So I want to find that technology if All it right. still exists. All right. And I also want to. Ken, learn... you got something you want to say? 
I know. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm just agreeing. <laughs> I also want to learn as much as possible about these two civilizations before, uh, you know, before evidence of their existence is wiped out. So you, you spend oh, some time, and as time passes, and you know you, you, you start to learn as, as as much as you can. Uh, I've 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 told you what I yeah. what I know. Sorry, did I, we I, use I, up I'm going to have a, a personal mission. Uh, I'm going to take uh, as much information as I can, uh, so that I can learn the language. Mm-hmm. So I'd like to speak so, the language. So you spend some yeah. time here, and 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 your survey teams don't really show much out. Everything seems to be uh, destroyed, uh, derelict. It is frustrating to work with the interference and the metal that's in the atmospheres. Um, you, your survey teams can only do so much on the ground, and it's a little too dangerous for you to be sending shuttles to be flying around and doing proper surveys, a more specialized team could learn more and certainly a, a signal back to Starfleet to follow up on this world might be prudent. Um, but with what you have, since you know, your mission is We need is more to send broad, a science vessel yeah. you don't, to this. You yeah. don't have a whole yeah. lot going on. Um, I'm, I'm curious how this five-armed creature, like, are these evolved on these planets? Like, yeah. are they both native? The Rilal are native to their world and the us are native to five turns, the large world. Okay. Um, but you can give me here a um, a reason science role here if you want to check into their biology. Y- yeah, that I'm was just curious how this five-armed, because th- we most of our... Aliens... We're over time on the episode, so I'm going to just tell you to roll the dice. Okay. So I can tell you yes or no. Uh, womp womp. Assist. Womp womp. So, uh, did you, would you like to assist here I with would, the biology? That was my question earlier. Yeah. yeah. No, that was an 18. Yep. Uh, and your uh, ship computer systems. Give ship me is science rolling and computers. Uh, six. I, uh, I, rolled, I, I rolled some water into the ship system. I'm sorry. That's okay. Yeah. So the six for the ship. Oh, that's a 13 newbie for the you get, you get the one. You get the one success there. Um, I mean, there's there's unanswered questions about the evolution on these planets. On one hand, they appear to be um, on the surface completely different, but while the us and the Rilal Shal evolved independently from one another on their worlds, there is some life on the world's plant-based and, and, and remains of some of the smaller animals that share DNA markers between them. Um, okay. And, uh, I mean, the guy who comes up with that goes like, it makes no sense, and I don't have any answers. Okay. That, um, that is odd. And there's, so, there's things that share DNA markers on both worlds. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Hmm. That's, that's his official report. Real yes. weird. Real um, weird. At right. this point, uh, well, I, you're, you, I'm going to call you, Starfleet you, you, and report everything we've found. You, you still have some more survey. you, you got a Shackleton Expanse to, to explore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we have enough information to be able to send a science vessel to explore. You can absolutely explore. send a report yeah. on the I, planet. I'm going to send a re- detailed report on the planet, and I'm also going to put in my report that no I died. recommend <laughs> a, uh, a, a science vessel with a, a specialized archaeological team uh, come look at these in more detail. Uh, soon. It, as you're sending your report, you get a, 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 a an encoded transmission from Narendra Station um, asking for the status on the uh, USS Susquehanna, the runabout that was delivering Pike um, several right. weeks ago. We met up with them several weeks they, ago. Uh, they dropped off Pike and They're left. wondering if you have any information because they haven't reported uh, in several weeks. They and were supposed to go straight back to Narendra Station, missing. correct? Yeah. 
And like, the last people that ago. saw that runabout was us. Mm-hmm. It seems that that way. And uh, how far? The, 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 because you're far enough from the render station, real time transmission is a little difficult uh, with uh, with uh, more dedicated subspace channels set up. So the instructions coming in from the render are asking a report on the uh, status if you have any on the runabout, and if you don't, um, to check in on them. Uh, because a, they seem to be missing. That's a and big fat nope. We haven't seen them. Location. Well, we saw them a couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, you scanned their ship, did you not? There was nothing wrong with their ship, was there? Oh, it's a standard ship to ship scan. Everything was fine. How many people were on board? Uh, uh, depending on the loadout, a runabout can have. I mean, it, it has a standard crew of four to six, but it can have up to if it if it's retrofitted um, cargo capacity for up to a crew of forty. Uh, if they're if they're transporting teams, and but we don't know how many we, people. We don't were know what their outfit okay. was. Um, well, yeah, uh, acknowledged. We will uh, we'll we'll look into it, okay. and then uh, so th- uh, my last act before we finished this thing will be to plot a course for where we met the last the known last coordinates. the last known coordinates where we met them. Yeah. Cool. So. Uh, mm. So that's weeks ago. Are you all up on the bridge? Their, their trail uh, yeah, will yeah, not be. Yeah, we're uh, back up now. So you're all up on the bridge, and you've sent your report on the uh, on the binary planets, uh, the Trojan worlds, mm-hmm. um, the uh, you know the lesson to be learned on the the Prime Directive, um, and that you're going to check in on the Susquehanna and uh, and their whereabouts. And uh, Armstrong at the con. Beep, boop, boop. Yep. So you're at the helm, and uh, Stephen Prince is on the tactical uh, beam uh, as uh, proximity alert goes off. And uh, before he can even finish his sentence, Captain, a large, strong energy, boom, the whole ship gets rocked. And it starts listing to starboard. Like, it's yeah, everyone shaking around in their <laughs> ship. It's like the all the forward momentum you had from the impulse engines comes to a hard stop. Like, you just went into a brick wall, and now the whole ship is moving off starboard. And uh, when that happens, because this is a surprise round and uh, you don't uh, get a move yet, uh, I'm going to roll the attack on the ship. Uh, oh, it's a uh, uh, eight, nine. Uh, oh, one of them was a success. <laughs> one of them was a success. So that's seven. Wait, um, is that good for us or bad? That's for bad for you. Well, bad they, for one us. of them actually Damn. hit the ship. So the ship dealt. More uh, shaking although, in our chairs. It oh, wasn't. Right, yeah. um, it wasn't a, 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 a like a like a critical thing. So we have a. Oh, oh by the way, I, I I I was messing up on the dice before when we were playing the other campaigns. Ones and twos count as ones and twos. Threes and fours are blank. Five and sixes count as one plus effect. They also Not count as damage. Uh, it's also and, damage. And, and, and they activate an effect. In this case, the effect is high yield. If I roll a five or a six, I activate the the quality of high yield, which if it deals damage to the ship, it will deal an extra breach. Uh, so I rolled two, three, four, um, five. Uh, fours are blank. Threes are blank. And then f- another five is a six. Your resistance is six. So I rolled exactly the amount of your resistance. So your ship doesn't take immediate damage. But one of them was an effect. And I am going to say because the shields were down and you were caught off guard... Uh, I have, uh, oh, I got the complication range. I need the ship damage systems here. That's right there. Six. Oh, wait, it's a d20. <laughs> it's a one and 20. Uh, 10 
is Ooh. the structure. Oh, perfect. No. So the structure no. takes uh, a hit. Uh, when the structure gets disabled, that affects life support and gravity. Inertial dampeners are part of the structure. So, yeah, everyone gets flowing. There's decks are reporting. There's no hull breaches, but decks are reporting. Uh, uh, people are flying up into the air. The, uh, gravity's gone out. Uh, there's there's um, uh, uh, life support failures on, on, on a couple of the lower decks. And... Um, and, and and you can see if you're if you're the captain, you're there, uh, and you see all like the red lights coming up on your armrest because of all the damage reports that are coming in. And uh, just before you can react, as the ship is still moving real fast, starboard uh, uh, away from one of the planets towards another, uh, uh, another detect goes off on Stephen's uh, uh, board, and the ship gets hit from the port side. And uh. another thing hitting it, and now the ship stops moving as it starts to kind of push in the port direction, but the thing that's pushing you is starboard direction, and you and the ship is just, it gets hit again. And when that gets hit again, that second jolt, uh, everyone give me a security and discipline roll. Uh, it's a difficulty zero, uh, but, oh wait, no, with a structural security damage, discipline? let's throw in a complication. Difficulty's now one, you because of the initial dampeners are out. Security and what? Security and, uh, uh, oh, uh, control. Okay. Or fitness, fitness. Right. Of course, it's fitness because you're being thrown fitness. around. It's a yeah. physical idea. Fitness, 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 fitness security. Fitness security. I guess. Yeah. Okay. Right. We're rolling one of these. Okay, so fitness and security. That's a. Uh, I succeeded. Okay, so you succeeded. We got one. We, uh, well, you're rolling two dice. Oh. Yeah, because it's a it's a, it's a proper um, task. One success. Security and. One success. Okay, so uh, the science officer is fine. He holds his station. What'd you get, Steve? Two successes. Two successes. Okay, you handle it. Uh, I got a one that's bad, and then a one. One is good. One is good. is good. Fourteen is good. One is okay. Is so one is great. And security and fitness. Uh, I pass on both. Okay, you pass on yeah, both. So and Ken, how did one. you do? Uh, pass on both. Okay, so you all hold yourself together as yeah. as the ship gets rocked around. Um, but the uh, 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 uh when that happens, the, the second attack comes in, and this time, oh, all three. Succeeded. Um, Shit. Okay, so one to seven, and that's going to generate, um, in my case, a little threat. And I'm going to spend two threat to deal an extra amount of damage here. Oh man! So that I'm doing it properly. So uh, this I, is. I'm going to no. I'm. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, want to yeah, spend yeah. momentum. Yeah. To reduce the uh, the stress in engineering. We will handle that uh, in the next episode because right before we finish, the ship takes two, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen damage. Are you kidding me? And your resistance effects. is six. So that means I hit you twice. Because every five over your resistance deals a breach and high yield. Gives an extra breach for each breach dealt. So, get ready. This and is now he's this using is, the rules correctly. This is <laughs> the saying. cliffhanger for this episode. Before we will come back in episode two, and you guys will all, all right. get a reaction to this. We'll go top of the round. But just before we cut to credits in this cliffhanger episode, you take damage to your. Uh, uh, oh, I have it here. Fifteen is the structure. Again. Um, again. This is a breach, again. though. Uh, the structure takes a breach. Uh, nine is not structure. It's your sensors. Oh, shit. How oh. are you supposed to know what's coming? Uh, and then uh, 15. Oh, no. 15 is structure. Shit. And, uh, and then the last one is an eight, which is 
Censors again! Okay, so I was just really punishing to, to those two things. Um, so, I will look up Who the exact... the window open? So a whole lot of shit's gonna go down here with the damage. I'll look them up between episodes, but structures are basically hull breaches reported on multiple decks, Captain. Yeah. And uh, uh, I'm actually gonna have to roll to see people are gonna get injured now. And injuries mean deaths. Um... You are wedged between two repulsor beams being emanated from the planet. Your characters don't know that, but we do. Uh, how are you going to get out of this one, folks? We'll find out in the next episode of the Tug of War here on the Terrible Warriors. It's a mutiny, right, guys? Mutiny against what? The ship. Captain's doing fine. <laughs> against the energy beings. <laughs> yeah. All right, at a loss for words, our trusted captain. Uh, Joshua Barbo playing commander, Kyle Haddock. Our helmsman, who just wanted to do one thing right. And since Steve Armstrong played by Brett Morris. Down in engineering, wondering what the hell's going on up there. Damn it, Jim, I'm an engineer, not a... Oh, wait, no, we need an engineer. Uh, <laughs> Lieutenant Commander Adam Monroe, uh, played by Steve Saylor. And here, our, our science officer, Lieutenant Bo Lassa, played by Velvet Duke. Science can't help you now. <laughs> wait, it probably can. And from our <laughs> Patreon report, uh, rewards program. Uh, Ken playing Kendrith Pike. We'll see you next time on Chapter 2 of the Tug of War, right here on the Terrible Warriors. Oh, the Terrible Warriors has new episodes out every week on Tuesdays. And next week, the thrilling conclusion to this intense two-parter, the Tug of War. I'm sure Commander Haddock has it all under control. Follow us on Twitter at Dice Warriors, and if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more, consider becoming a supporter on Patreon at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Patreon supporters got access to a pre-gaming debrief for this campaign, as well as a debrief that will be available next week following the conclusion. And send a little love to Modiphius's Way, they're the ones who make this game, and you can sign up for the Living Campaign today by signing up for that mailing list, and you will get these adventures and can play along with the rest of the community. Of course, hang on our Discord channel and tell us what we're doing wrong. We love to hear back from you and to hear the feedback and the podcasts that you're working on and the games that you're playing. Greetings, citizens of Alpha Complex. May I have your attention, please? Great news! You have been selected to take part in a new initiative designed for added fun. Our friend Computer has invited you to a bonus mandatory voluntary session in two weeks' time. On March 20th, you will participate in a new orientation session to reacquaint you with the wonderful world that is Alpha Complex. To help ease your journey through, we have selected four citizens to follow through on the regular comings and goings. Among those loyal citizens will be special guest Adam Batch, the creator of the Sayer podcast, which is in no way similar at all to the paranoia role-playing game. This special event will be available to you in two weeks' time. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Subscription to the Terrible Warriors is mandatory. And of course, for further in-depth information, always refer to your... Now, and don't forget that no matter what happens, always remember to... The computer is your friend, and fun is mandatory. Today's Terrible Warriors and your crew of the Horizon are Joshua Barbo, Brent Morris, Velvet Duke, Steve Saylor, Ken Reels from Patreon, and Justin Eacock. 
and we will return next week for the finale of Star Trek Adventures Tug of War right here on the Terrible Warriors. <laughs>